if you've been following me for a while, you may have seen a post that I posted about a year and a half ago where I did a an interview through text messages. Well, the person who I did the interview with was Ken, and he's joining us today on Sincerely Angie, and we talked about everything as it relates to dating, being in a relationship, being single. We talked about so much, and it's almost two hours worth of audio, so I am going to split it into two episodes. Uh, we did get cut off abruptly in the uh, middle of us talking, so we're just going to cut it there and then pick up where we left off next week. I hope that you all enjoy. I'm really not sure what I want to title it. I don't know if I want to do Dear Relationships, Dear Singles, Dear Dating, Dear Dater. I, I really don't know, but by the time this goes up, you'll see what the title is, and I hope that you all enjoy. All right, hey you guys, it's Angie, and thank you for tuning back into Sincerely Angie. Today, I have a very special guest, and I know I probably say this about all of my guests, but Ken is very special because this is actually our first time meeting in person. Now, we met online. It was probably 2013 or 2014. It was that long ago? It was a long time ago. Jeez, we time met on <laughs> Yes, we met on Plenty of Fish, and we just kind of exchanged social media names and then just kind of came friends from there, as well as my best friend knew his friend. Uh -huh. So it was, you know, kind of like a small world thing. But this is Ken. Hi, Ken. Hi, I'm honored <laughs> to be here. Thank you What's for up, joining. Angie's world and everybody that's out there. Thank you so much. I call him Kendall, and he may not like it or not. I don't know. He never said he didn't like it. But I call him Kendall because he's kind of like the perfect guy. You know, he's very attractive. He has his own. He works. He's knowledgeable a lot of things. Like, he, he's like a DIY person. He does everything himself. He's like a all-around guy. And are you single, dating? I'm currently dating. I believe that you're single until you're married. I agree. I yeah. can agree with that. <laughs> I really think so. Have you been single for a while? Yes. Me too. Yes. How do you feel about dating in 2018 versus... That's, that's a great question. I just asked someone that same question. I honestly feel that uh, we mislead ourselves by believing other people's beliefs instead of creating our own. I agree. Uh-huh. I agree. Now, off the relationship topic, that can kind of go into... I guess you having a relationship with God or not. Mm -hmm. I know you feel a certain type of way about that, don't you? Well, I, I definitely believe in God. Mm -hmm. I just don't believe that I believe 100% of what everybody else believes. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Now, I've, I've seen you, your social media, and you also write. You have a blog that you post yes. on, and you are very vocal about a lot of things. I love that a man knows how to articulate as well as to be able to stand behind what he says. Thank you. So Thank tell you. us a little bit about... I guess yourself and your blog and your singleness or your dating. All right. I could definitely. <laughs> uh, what would you like Sorry. to start? Start with you as a person. I, as a person, I believe that I'm an independent thinker. Mm -hmm. I believe that I'm a realist. Um, not saying I'm the realest person in the world. But uh -huh. I believe that I actually go by things I actually see, can feel, t taste, touch versus just those mm -hmm. that I'm told to believe in. Yeah. Because it's not my actual reality is someone else's that is true yes okay so being an independent thinker how does that either help or hurt dating i think it hurts because i'm known as a rebel yes um, <laughs> <laughs> yes it's, it's not always the funnest it's it's, it's, it's always 
I have to introduce myself every day. It's not that I try to be outspoken because I'm not. Mm-hmm. I actually choose not to talk much because it's like every time I say something, I get misconstrued and I have to reintroduce why I said something. Yes. Yeah. So you have to explain yourself a lot and, and why you think the way you think because, of course, the world, mm-hmm. everybody wants us to be think the same. If you think outside of that, then you know something's wrong with you. Correct. I got you. I wouldn't say I'm, I'm that much of a free thinker, but I would say that I'm, I don't always follow the path, but I do also, I gather my own thoughts based on what I have learned, basically. Mm-hmm. But, and it's usually with the crowd, but it's not always the same as the crowd, if that makes sense. Definitely. Like, a lot of people feel like as a woman, you know, you're supposed to have a man, and you're supposed to do this to keep a man, and you're mm-hmm. supposed to do this. And I'm like, well, first of all, I think that everybody should feel like they're the prize, you know? Yeah, I believe so. I so I don't, I don't believe I have to prove to you that I'm worthy of your love just because that's what the world says. And, and the thing about it is, like, that man might not be here in New Orleans. No. That man could be literally across the world. I agree. That actually blends with just you. I agree. But they want you to pretty much settle. Settle. For their beliefs. Absolutely. Of how you're supposed to live <laughs> your life. Absolutely. <laughs> Settling is something I absolutely will not do. And that's the reason why I've been single for so long. There's been plenty of people that have come and gone. And, mm-hmm. you know, as soon as they meet you, they're like, oh, you're so perfect. I want you to be my lady. And I'm like, that's fine. But I, I would rather get to know who you are. You know, I'm, that's just the surface, what you see. Right. They, they say that you're so perfect. Yeah, right. I'm so perfect for you. Yeah. But the other way around, not so we much. have to work yeah. on that. Yeah, and absolutely. that's something I learned uh, in my thirty-second year of life. That uh, <laughs> that specific, huh? Your thirty-second year. <laughs> my thirty-second year of life. That just because someone you're right for someone, you have to learn and actually work on how they will actually contribute to your attributes. I you agree. Know? So, with your dating, do you believe it's okay to date multiple people at one time? I, I honestly think so. Well, I with had... all honesty. <laughs> You have to be honest Absolutely. about it, and everybody has to be like just like you know slaves. Slaves were said to that they were kidnapped and put on ships, like mm-hmm. against their will. Right. So if I'm giving somebody the actual time to give consent to my mm-hmm. lifestyle, they may actually be comfortable. Right. If they're not, hey, I definitely understand. Mm-hmm. You know, respect. Okay. Now, how are you with dating? Um, are you the guy that approaches a woman, or do you kind of sit back and wait for them to approach you? Do you kind of know that they're interested, and then you go? Like, how, how do you meet people? Or I, be- and I, I, I actually miss 2004, 2005, 2006, <laughs> when I had a pen and paper, and I can actually really? walk up to someone, get to know them, and walk and wa- away with a phone number. Yeah. It was like a trophy. Yeah. It was... <laughs> It was something that pretty much went away like encyclopedias. Yes. I have never, I haven't seen an encyclopedia in a long time. So, yeah, I yes. do. I agree. I agree. But now it's, uh, I want to say the year could have been 2010 or something like that. I went to a club by myself. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to sit back, get to uh, talk to a few ladies and just enjoy. It was at Metro. Mm-hmm. And uh, I promise you, everybody was on their phone. Yes. I, so that pretty much made me think that was she single is she not like what was going on here the club wasn't even jumping at the time Mm -hmm. but everybody was on their phone i couldn't take a trophy home yeah i wanted to actually bring that phone number home in my hand yeah i couldn't do it so i just to answer your question now i don't know it's just pretty much like opportunity it's just pretty much an opportunity i'd knock you'll see someone converse get to know them 
and hopefully it's uh, reciprocated the same way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's difficult for me because I think that that guys are they have lost the art of not necessarily the chase because I'm, I'm not somebody I'm not about people chasing me, but they don't necessarily. If you don't have time, let's say that. If uh-huh. the first time they ask you out, you don't have time, they're just like, oh, she's too busy for me. And it's like, well, that, you just asked me one time, and uh, I just met you. Courting has definitely changed. Courting has definitely it changed. Has. It has. It, it, it goes from, like, even with uh, the stigma of uh, single mothers. Like, I've, I've been to situations where I had a lot of stuff in my hand, mm-hmm. and the lady could look me right in the eye. She'll make sure she get in that door and just like not open the door for me. There's no gentle lady, so oh. I can't expect I cannot expect that lady to teach her son yeah how to be a gentleman yeah if she herself is not a gentle lady. I and I've never looked at it that mm-hmm. way. Now, if I would have seen you with that, me personally, I would have helped you open the door right. or something like because that. Because you're a but gentle lady. I never looked but at it like that. It, just like they said, it all started from home. Someone mm-hmm. had to teach you yeah how to court or how to actually have uh, compassion to hold a door open for a person. It all starts right there. Right. Mm-hmm. Wow. Small signs. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. And another, th- an- well, it's a struggle because I feel like some people nowadays are so social media pressed that they want to put everything on social media. And I'm mm-hmm. like, let's just save something. I, Me personally, I've had Instagram since 2012 and I've had Facebook since 20, 2009, I think. And I have never posted me and a guy or you know I've, I've, mm-hmm. I have I've, that's just not my thing and I feel like everybody now wants to just I everything think that's is how social. we favor each other because we don't we never do that the funny thing is we'll put it in our writing yeah and wait for someone to read it mm-hmm. and then compliment us on it absolutely that's the funny part we, <laughs> we don't even if they compliment us negatively yeah we put it in our words mm-hmm. just like uh I when I started my blog it was called flawless gentleman mm-hmm. but I was like it doesn't have a ring so I changed it I forgot what it was what it is now I think it's Bob's Express maybe. yeah but uh on that blog I put these stories can reflect my life and yeah. or those around me. <laughs> and each time somebody reads it, they don't start from one. They start from nine. Yeah. And say, you are a dog and a pig. <laughs> <laughs> and even I put I put another disclaimer that I may want to turn this into a TV show mm-hmm. or a book. Mm-hmm. And it was like, you were a dog, you were a cat, you were, you know, whatever they could think of. Versus... Why did you write this? Right, yeah. yeah. But for them to actually turn eyes, it must have been good material. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. I think you did a really good job um, explaining the stories that you explained, like when you talked about your grandmother. You, I mean, you legit went back and then brought it back. Like mm-hmm. you explained you from start to finish. So I can appreciate that. Yeah, because there's always a, a reason why something mm-hmm. is. Yeah. Sometimes you can't give it to yourself until you reread your own writing. Absolutely. And I, that's what pretty much why I took a year off from writing, mm-hmm. just to actually give more information of my 32nd year versus starting at seven years old right. or something weird like that. That's good. So you're, you are a... Very mental person, I would say. Then you think a lot about the things that you say and do, and are you? Would you say you're mental? I, I was. I would say that um, my coworkers call me politically correct because <laughs> they feel like I should say what's on my mind when 
it doesn't even matter what's on my mind. Yeah. Why, why complain? Why insult someone when we could just have a simple conversation? Right. I agree. I have, <laughs> I have a, a a person that I have conversations with, and it tends to always get me frustrated when a person would say, "Why this? Why did you do this? Why did you do that?" I'm like, that was 20 years ago. I don't know why I did this. At that time, I was a teenager. I wasn't mm-hmm. thinking about why then. And they're like, well, you have to have a reason why. And I'm like, I don't know why. And they're kind of pressing me for a reason. I'm like, well, I can't really say why I did something at 17. I don't remember. I was right. young and, you know. But nowadays, I'm cautious with the things that I do. I'm, I'm very calculated with the things that I do now. I, I would say that as well because I, I'm, I'm very particular on questions. Mm-hmm. It's how you ask a question, just like they ask you why. Yeah. They should ask you now, you know, 15 years later, uh, how do you feel about the choice you made? Yeah. And how would you correct it versus mm-hmm. why did you do it? Yeah. I don't know why I did that. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't even tell you what I did. I'm not in that <laughs> mind frame anymore. That was a 17-year-old mind frame. I'm 33 now or 34, right. however old. Right. Um, so with dating, do you feel like there's a certain time frame that you have to date somebody before you make them your person? I, I honestly don't. I, I'm told that there's a time frame. Mm-hmm. Time. I'm told that there's a time frame. However, if if the, if I believe that there was a time frame, I honestly believe that my existence on Earth will come to an end at a certain time, mm-hmm. and I'm supposed to know that time. Yeah. I don't believe that I'm supposed to be given anything that I don't believe in. Mm-hmm. So, excuse me. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's one of those spam callers, man. <laughs> I had one of those a few <laughs> minutes ago on my way here, and I'm like. <laughs> I thought I blocked those things. Oh, man. <laughs> the funny thing about those, just to run a tangent, they're, they're actually strategically great because I was told with business that you're supposed to solve a problem and sell it to people. Mm-hmm. So with these spam callers, my actual hypothesis is that they <laughs> gave us a virus and they were going to sell us the cure with an app uh, monthly uh, and charge us to take ourselves off the list. That, that makes sense, though. <laughs> that makes sense. That's crazy, though. It actually makes yeah, sense. it's just like a flu or something. Yes. They, somebody gave us the flu. And then they charge us to. And they charge us to cure it. <laughs> so that's our cell phone flu. <laughs> but back to the question that is man. hilarious um i don't i don't think there's time frames for anything except for how you feel like mm-hmm. don't get me wrong i i recently realized that i was punishing ladies that i was dating by not giving them what could have possibly been their goal i didn't give them an end result so i i learned this year that i shouldn't have done that mm-hmm. i should have asked the right questions to see exactly what do they expect from me right I wasn't asking that or I didn't know how to ask that because mm-hmm. I wasn't taught that just like I said back but we're going with the, the single lady with the son if someone's not really teaching you what to expect in life you wouldn't know that's true yeah so that you know that that I've said that before to people I'm like what's the end game here mm-hmm. and I don't hear people talk about that people get into situations situationships Mm -hmm. they get into these relationships and there's no end game and i have not heard any other guy say Mm -hmm. that so you you're you're very different in a lot of ways (laughs) because i'm saying a lot of these things and then you brought me a bottle of wine yeah how many people you know will come with a bottle of wine you never supposed to go somewhere empty-handed my grand my grandmother uh who was a widow uh she lost her husband when my dad was two really pretty much told her a man never goes nowhere empty-handed or a person a person yeah empty-handed 
Oh, it was a man because it was just me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's wonderful, yeah. though. That is wonderful. You would talk well, and I appreciate that. I, I can, I'm not going to open this bottle, but it piece. is definitely a conversation piece. This bottle of wine talks to you. And through an app. <laughs> through an app. But they didn't give us any type of endorsements. So they yeah, need to so come that's holler it. at Angie. Yeah, that's it. That's <laughs> all you Angie. That's all you know. That's all you need to know. Thank you again for this bottle of wine. All right. So as it relates to relationships, do you feel well I asked you earlier about, you know, dating multiple people mm-hmm. and you said of course you have to be honest. You don't mind it, you just have mm-hmm. to be honest in the process. How have your female friends that you're dating felt about this? How many people, not just a general number of how many people are with it and how many people are like, mm, you know. Well, the funny thing, going, piggybacking off of what you said about a lot of guys aren't chivalrous, like a lot of guys aren't up front, mm-hmm. uh, ladies as well. The thing about it is no one knows how to date these days. That's true. When we give honesty, I think that's the best conversational piece mm-hmm. because sometimes we all lie to each other by fluffing the truth. Yes. We'll say something like, We'll ask a question, a uh, 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 close-ended question, are you single? Yes. And if I say yes, that doesn't mean that I'm not dating anybody. Mm-hmm. That just means that I'm not married. Right. So it interludes into nothing. Mm-hmm. You're just continuously just circling around a bunch of nothing, not Absolutely. even growing with the conversation. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I've had uh, a situation where I went on a trip with a guy. and What? <laughs> yes. And initially, he was... He wanted to pay for the trip, and I said, no, I'll pay my share. Right. We went on a trip. We did not have sex, of course, but toward the end of the trip, he said nothing to me. So when I came back and I told everybody about it, they said, oh, you were supposed to have sex with them. But it, with wasn't, him. it wasn't conversed. It was not. We didn't it, discuss it that. It wasn't planned. It was no type of chemistry. It wasn't. That's, that's, uh. <laughs> and, and you know what's the funny part? It's always a... His side, her side, and the truth. Mm-hmm. So I, I can definitely understand that. It's just no type of nothing was built yeah and i brought that up to say that conversation and communication when dating is necessary because Mm -hmm. if that's what he wanted if that's what he expected he should have said something or he should have said hey you know say something but toward the end of the trip there was no communication at all we just stopped talking to one another i noticed he had an attitude he wasn't saying anything so i you know (laughs) but this I mean, for me, the struggle is I have an expectation of what a man should be. Mm-hmm. And I'm very, I, I can fluctuate with that. It's not set in stone. But I do feel like when I'm with a man, I should feel like a woman. I should not have to be the person who is making all of the decisions. I shouldn't have to tell you what to do, what to wear. I shouldn't have to tell you anything. I feel like sometimes a guy should tell me, hey, you know what? Be ready for this time. We're going to do this and wear this type of outfit or something. But when I'm dating, you know, the guys, they'll say, well, what you want to do? And well, when do you want to go? And what it, and I'm like, you're the one that's interested in me. Don't you think that you should give me something? I mean. Well, check this out. That goes both ways. Mm -hmm. Check this out. Uh, You're 33, 34 years old. Mm -hmm. That guy didn't know you 33 years. So sometime, you're absolutely correct. None none of the stuff that you said is incorrect. Because with a quick tangent, I believe that love is built not yes. found. Yes. So your expectation of a guy is to an ignorant person who does not know you. Mm-hmm. He would never know all 33 years of you. True. Sometimes you forget that you did something 16 years ago. Mm-hmm. You forgot you did something two years ago. You forgot what you had for breakfast two weeks ago. Yes. <laughs> so with that being said, recently I asked uh, the lady that I'm dating. 
uh, asked her to take me on a date. I was going to pay for it, of course. I think that that started a conversation of, let me find out what she likes to do. Because if I keep taking her to places that I want to go to, yeah. she might not like it. Just like, I'm allergic to chocolate. It's something in it. It'll make me break out. Oh, that sucks. Right. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> if you took me to a cupcake factory, mm-hmm. I would be limited. Right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. If, if the dates were just that ladies were taking guys out, I'll be allergic to it. So I wouldn't have the, the great pleasure that you're having or the same one. So literally, sometimes we have to actually find that that neutral ground of kind of sort of helping him help you. That's true. Now, I, a while back, I wrote a post on saying, um, can a woman teach a man how to be a man? And basically, what going off of what you said, I know that in the beginning, you know, they don't know everything about you. Mm-hmm. But I do tell people up front, I'm like, I'm an open book. I'm an open person. I like to try new things. I'm mm-hmm. down for whatever. So I feel like because I give that disclaimer, you know, they should be able to say, okay, well, let me do this. But I think that most guys have been so focused on trying to impress me that they're thinking I want this extravagant date. And I just really want to get to know you as a person. It doesn't matter where we go because a date can be anything and anywhere. And that's you actually over talking him and taking yourself out on a date on a slick. You think so? Yeah, because think about it. He doesn't know what you like. Mm-hmm. He he honestly thought that, man, look, I'm going to go call my friend with the Maserati. I'm going to borrow his car. <laughs> um, All of a sudden, the car gets towed, and what does he do from there? It's not even his car. Yeah. He couldn't even afford to get it out the out the pound. Yeah. So, literally, he tried to impress you with what wasn't even his existence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so sometimes we have to help each other because we don't know. Just like I, I just found out recently that the, the world is about having travel buddies and you know what I'm saying? St- not doing stuff by yourself. Yeah. Because I honestly thought I could do it all by myself. Yeah. But you can't. No. No, no, no. <laughs> but that all comes with building and making yes. sure that people are comfortable. You just never know until you ask. That's true. I, I, I agree. I, I think that you're on to something with that. Mm-hmm. I, I also think that most guys should put more effort. Mm-hmm. You know, like you, I would have never thought, oh, you know, he has an allergy. Let me, you know, some things you just mm-hmm. have to open yourself up to. You and I think know. a lot of guys are just. They're so wired nowadays because it's like, you know, you text somebody, you say, can I come over? Let's Netflix and chill because that's the thing now. And you lose the art of saying, hey, let me take her out. Let mm-hmm. me see her get dressed up. And let me make her feel like a woman. And I have no no problems with taking a man out. That's mm-hmm. totally not the issue. Still expect, it's just, still expect him to pay. Whatever, go, go with your own money, but mm-hmm. expect him to pay. Okay. You could, you, could take a, you could take a person out. Just That's just like taking out co-workers to lunch somebody may take the whole bill yeah you don't know what their financial uh situation yeah. is versus they might actually know yours so ex- still expect him to pay still expect him to be chivalrous get doors and stuff like that yeah. just make your your life pretty much easier yeah that's what we're supposed to do for each other make each other's life easier mm-hmm. not saying that we're servants for each no. other but make it easier right i'm okay with paying i have no problems with paying it's just if we're in a dating stage and we just met i'm not gonna pay on the first date or something like that (laughs) that's not gonna happen because most times you're asking me out so i think that on the first date the guy should pay i I mean i don't think that there's like a oh the first through 10th date they have to pay and then you pay no i don't have a problem and there was a guy actually that i went out with we went out a few times and then his birthday came up i paid for his birthday dinner or whatever and then we went somewhere else and he got something and i paid for the other thing and it was just like natural for me to do it wasn't Mm -hmm. like oh let me do this so he doesn't think this and then one day he was like when are you gonna pay for something for me and i was like (laughs) excuse me 
I can recall three or four times <laughs> where I paid and what I mean, I, 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 I think he, he meant joking. to say I think he really meant to I say hope he, mis- you he wanted me to pick like just create a date i think is what he may okay, have but he I'm didn't hoping, know how to elaborate i'm hoping words. that's what he meant he does have bad memory too so it could have been that he just didn't remember I that wish i we paid could call him and ask him the questions well you know let's, what let's call let's him see. live on the air okay let's see let's see what we're working with <laughs> this is going to be interesting since we're on a situation let's get on it let's get we're on, on it topic. put him on well give him the, the yeah the let me brief. uh Hey, look up. Hey, are you busy? <laughs> oh, you have a few mo- you have a few moments. I'm um recording a podcast live and I brought up a situation and I wanted to hear your response on air if that's okay. <laughs> okay, hold on one second. All right. Now, what was the question? We were talking oh, about uh, men and women dating and the woman paying for the date versus a man paying for the date. Do you remember me paying for any dates, or do you think that I haven't paid for anything yet? Mm, I don't remember you paying for any. <laughs> <laughs> how you doing, big brother? How you doing? Hey, Kenneth, big brother, how you feeling? I'm feeling good. Bless, bless. Question, man. <laughs> uh, guys get the hard stigma when we have to take ladies out on dates for the first time, or at least the first few times, right? How? Yeah, true. My question is, if I can ask. How do you feel about them actually planning the date, but you paying for it? Well, honestly, I feel like that can go two ways. It actually takes a little bit of the stress away of trying to figure out the right thing to do for that particular person. Why is that? Why, why, why does it do that? Because a lot of guys, it's my belief that a lot of guys, well, especially me, depending on who it is that you're taking out, you want to impress them the first time or so many times you take them out. And if you take them out and you feel like, the date was a disaster because you picked the wrong place, wrong restaurant, or something like that. Now you feel like she's going to be looking at you like, man, could have done better. But if she plans it out, she already picked the things that she likes and she wants, so you don't have the added pressure of, I got to figure it out. Because you, but, don't, because you don't know her, right? Exactly. But on the flip <laughs> side, it can go 50-50. You can pick, the, pick out the date or how you want it or where you want to go and everything, and if it's successful... I feel like it's points on your end because now you kind of impressed her. <laughs> I get that. I get that. I get that. So I feel like that can go two ways. Yeah, I agree. It goes two ways. What do, what do you, uh, what would you recommend for the first date? That she picks it out or that you pick it out? Even though you're going to pay for it. For the first date, I would always ask just a few questions and try to do it myself. And then maybe the second date, all right, what do you want to do? That's usually my plan. I usually ask questions like, hey, what type of food you like to eat or what type of things you like to do? Uh-huh. Now, from that, you can base that and use that to uh, actually make your decision on where you would like to take them. Good points. Good points. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. I know that was on the spot. <laughs> Well, I'll let you know when it's up and posted so you can listen to yourself. You can... All right, I'll talk to you later. All right. That sounds like a big misunderstanding right there. Very big misunderstanding. you just told me you paid for it. I ha- and I didn't even tell, I didn't even correct it with him. Uh-huh. But there were several times. I guess I should probably, I'll call him back. I, it, I'm, I'm a, I'll he say. He probably doesn't remember. Just like we were saying, sometimes you don't remember what you had for dinner last week mm-hmm. until you really think about it. That's why you have to, uh, 
you you were blessed with two ears and one mouth. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we gotta actually listen and pay attention more than we actually speak on things. I'm a, I'm gonna call him back so I can tell him. Uh, <laughs> FYI, look. By the way, by the way, <laughs> let me get back to the reason why I called you. Hello. I forgot to say the reason you said that you don't remember me paying for any dates, and so I wanted to refresh your memory because we got off of that topic. <laughs> All right, so. <laughs> For your birthday, where we went to Fujihana. The rice and the sweet I remember that. Okay, and then we went to Whole Foods. You paid for the baked potato, and I paid for the daiquiri. Okay, yeah. And then, and then we went to um, when we went to the John that night, and where we went before that to uh, the city park and everything. When mm-hmm. when we got to the when we were at the festival. Of course, I pay for your food and one of your drinks or something like that, and then you pay for the other half. And then when we went to the John, I pay for a set of drinks and you pay for a set of drinks. Now, granted, I haven't paid for a, a com- yes. Uh, granted, I didn't pay for an entire date like besides the birthday by myself, but I have contributed, right? And how did that make you it's feel true. that she treated you for your birthday? It didn't make me feel bad. It actually made me feel pretty good that somebody like took me out for my birthday because usually the guys, usually other people don't take you out for your birthday. But also, you're a different one because most women don't actually are aren't actually insistent on trying to pay half either because you were very insistent on, hey, let me get this one, I'll get this one. See, so, now I, I'll expect an apology later. Um, so you know, via edible arrangements uh, or. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Because you said I didn't pay for anything, so I expect an apology, but I know your memory is she, bad. She loves chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> and, and wine. No, it's all good. I know your memory is bad. <laughs> all right. All righty. Hey, that was pretty good that he actually, you know, mm-hmm. remembered it at least. <laughs> See, this is what we do on Sincerely Angie. Anything goes. I can make a live phone call where this dude could have said anything. <laughs> but, yeah, that's that's how it goes. So, <laughs> that been so if somebody treated great. you for your birthday, would you allow them to? How would you feel? Off the stigma that uh, I've been trying this minimalist life, right? Mm-hmm. So I've been trying not to, uh, not to spend on things I really don't need. Okay. Uh, one day I walked in my house, and I was stepping over things that I haven't used in 30 days. Mm-hmm. So I gave myself a challenge to get rid of it. So if it's something that could be more of an experience, I'll take it. Yeah. Definitely try out foods. Definitely try out bars, whatever. I'm not the biggest drinker, but I'll socially drink with yeah. my company. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think it's cool, but it just has to be something that I can actually take with me forever. Yeah. So like the, the actual experience, experience will be better than the material thing. Gotcha. Yeah, because I could just get rid of those in a second. Mm-hmm. I saw you doing the, uh, the cleanup that you were doing. Mm-hmm. 30 days is a bit... My soul, I don't know if my soul can do 30 days. I have stuff from when I was a teenager still. But, but let me ask you this. What is that doing for you right now besides clogging Sen- up your room? Sentimental value. True. That's it. But what if someone... All right, so what I've been doing is I've been selling my sentimental values on Facebook Market. Really? Yes. Facebook, oh, like the groups or something like that? The where groups you... and all that stuff. Like, I, I've created a Facebook, and I started selling everything. Really? I sold an old TV stand that just would have been sitting there. Yeah. Dressers. I've sold a fish tank. Oh, <laughs> I've been having a fish tank 
for 10 years that has not been no water nothing so it's cluttered your uh and you're the person that travels yeah you can actually sell it for what you believe that it's worth and someone will buy it for i know what you think. And and I have somebody who wants to buy it. I know. You don't need it. I know. I just have an idea that one day, wait, the fish tank that you had, you I had it. I built it, yeah. I sold you it. You sold it? Yeah. So you cleaned it out or you have another one that has well, fish in it? I, this is what happened. I don't, I don't have any fish tanks at the moment. I said I had two fish Didn't tanks Didn't you and have I sold one, it. though, that you that you did up or something? Mm-hmm. I made it myself, yeah. I bought the parts. And <sighs> what happened was a friend of mine was going on a journey of creating a uh, saltwater tank experience mm-hmm. all of a sudden i went to his house one day to go see these saltwater fish and they were fresh fish with a brand new tank and i'm like whoa <laughs> partner. i'm like 900 into the game right. you left me wow. and i came to join with you but mm-hmm. it was all good he's still my good friend mm-hmm. you know but i wound up selling it and i wound up making a few dollars more than the quote-unquote what? junk had that's been sitting around my house for two years wow mm-hmm I might think about that. So what do you think about the letters and, you know, uh, the Breakfast Club? Because you, you like the Breakfast right, Club. Right, So you know a couple of weeks ago or days ago they were talking about holding on to letters or whatever from your exes. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about that? Of course, if you're getting rid of 30-day stuff, right. then you're obviously that, not that keeping. That was another one. And the funny thing is, I believe in Signs from the Universe. It was funny because that was one thing that I was cleaning around instead of cleaning it oh my goodness and i'm not sure if you saw the movie how to be a player you ever seen that yes when he had it in his adidas box yes mine was in a nike box (laughs) nobody would have seen it (laughs) right between the jordans next to the jeans oh my goodness that is crazy (laughs) but uh i i i hoarded at least about 16 years of memories in there. If like a lady left something behind or what? like a letter or anything like that, pictures, mail, anything went in that box. Wow. Yeah. Well, I have, I do have a, um, a box where I keep all of my cards. I love cards. cards and so I keep cards and I have cards from when I was young. Mm-hmm. And it's from males, females, friends, foes, whatever. Yeah. I, I, I still have them, but listening to the breakfast club they're like why what is it doing for you and i'm like the funny thing is i was telling myself i'm gonna do it i'm not gonna do it i was like like that angel and that (laughs) demon on your shoulders i was like i'm gonna do it but like the funny thing is to say that i'm a person that really does not like too much to go backwards Mm -hmm. why am i holding this right I, I, like that's that's the part of being human you're hypocritical to your own words your own beliefs yes and and one day i uh I was, uh, as the uh, lady that I'm dating now, she was walking towards my house and I was walking past her. She was like, hey, you throwing shoes away? I was like, nah, don't worry about it. And, <laughs> blah, and I just threw it away. I was just like, man, I don't need it. And wow. I didn't turn back. I was proud of myself. Yeah. Because think about it. I forgot it was there. I yeah. didn't use it in 30 days. Now, I did do that with like a two-year time span. If I hadn't used it in over two years and I don't plan on using it, get rid of it. I did do that with clothing. I went through like a little... And then as soon as I threw something away, about a month later, I was like, where's my such and such? Uh, I'm like, dang it, I gave it to Goodwill. Uh Like, how is that? I never understood that. But I don't know. I don't don't go back and reread the letters or the cards or anything, but I, I, I still have them because, I mean, I guess... If I did go back, it would be like, oh, I now, remember what this. It does, what it does is I feel like it shows you who you were. Yes. Not who you are. I can go It shows with you who you were because let's let's be honest. 95% of what's in that box was what we regretted and mistakes. Mm-hmm. Like 95. 95, 5% yeah. of it would be like, man, 
look, I blinked in a high school picture. Five <laughs> percent is that, right? You know, but like literally, it it was stuff that you try to learn from. But how can you learn from it if you don't get uh, get rid of it and grow from it? That's true. Yeah. Hmm. So one day I just went in there. I was like, man. I don't even know if they, know if these people know if I'm eating or not or right. care or maybe they don't even have my stuff so right. I just threw it away. No more soul ties. That that is true. Now that is a that is a, <laughs> that is a real thing. Those soul ties are a real thing. Hmm. Yeah, but literally I was harboring soul ties yeah. that I just gave away. You have to, I guess. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna get to that stage of life in life at one point at some point. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, it all comes any, with clean, cleansiness. Yeah, yeah, I haven't had any bad breakups or bad relationships. I would say so. I don't. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I guess even if they were not bad situations, I still could get rid of the stuff. Because I mean, let me ask you this: you, you related that goes by experiences. Let's say uh, you you watch sports. Mm-hmm. What sport? Well, I I haven't really watched a whole lot of football. But football is my thing. All right. Um, I haven't been watching that much this year either. Yeah. Um, but the Saints are winning. Hey, yeah. You know? <laughs> but let's say hypothetically, uh, Drew Brees gives you a football, right? You haven't been watching, right? No. All right. So he gave you a football. You have it in your house. Mm-hmm. Somebody tells you that they'll give you a million dollars for that football. But Drew Brees gave it to you. Yeah. And you're a person that deals with experiences. Mm-hmm. You have like different artifacts and trophies that you got from Jamaica probably yeah. and stuff like that on your walls. Uh-huh. But what if somebody came in your house and said, I'll give you X amount of dollars for that football. for this right here. Would you do it? No. I would. In a heartbeat. What? They'd give me $20 to have it. Are you serious? No way. No way. No way. Yeah, if, if I had a football that Drew Brees handed to me and somebody, told and somebody you wanted to give me a million dollars for it, no way. Because no. I know that if it's worth a million, it can be worth more than that. Now, we're going to use this segment <laughs> to put up a voting post. Yes. Would you sell that football? That's true. I'm, I surely will, too. <laughs> I would not. I would not. Because I can pass that down, and then they can know that it was actually, you know, this happened to this person, and it can be worth even more than that $1 million that somebody's going to give me. Hey, check this out. Knowing your business mind, you could have took that million and flipped it. That is true. I could have. you believe in signs from God. I do. You know what I mean? Like, he gave you that to open up the bridge for something else. That is true. And I, I would still have the memory myself of Drew Brees giving me that football. But let me make sure this. What... Does that football do for you just sitting on your trophy case? It reminds me of the memory. But even if I didn't have it and I decided to sell it, I would still have the memory. So that is something worth thinking about. Mm -hmm. Look at you. Got me thinking. Got me thinking. Man, you can have this, man. I'm going to show the the picture of him giving it to me to show this authentic. That is true. You'll have a picture, too. That is true. I keep the picture before anything. That is true. I I mean, considering (laughs) what I could do with a million dollars today, I would probably. You made me change my mind. <laughs> on your side of the post, we need to get that. That's true. Out there, that is man. true. I'm going. I'm definitely going to post that. Extra and sincerely, <laughs> crew. If, uh... <laughs> that is hilarious. Uh, but I don't know. Relationships are dope. How do you feel about relationships in 20? Well, you know, we almost 2019. How do you feel about them in 2018? Give me something positive. Oh gosh, because I surely was. <laughs> I was going in a whole another direction. Something you, you know, positive. You, you almost balled your fist I right did, quick, I man. I did. I'm like, Ugh, give me, give me three dating. positive attributes of dating. Three. <laughs> Jeez, Louise, let me get one first. Okay. Three positive. 
Um, getting to know someone is always a good thing. I enjoy getting to know people. So getting to know someone in the dating world is a positive. Uh, um, <laughs> new experiences. That's a good thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess that's the same as getting to know them. No, no, it's not. Uh, because okay. you literally learned their world. Yeah. Recently, I was conversing with a, a lady that lives in a CBD area. And I've never really walked through the CBD the way that she and I walked through the CBD. And I thought it was different. And we was talking about business. We was talking about drinks at a bar. Um, I thought it was dope that shit. Uh, honestly, let me look at people she was interviewing for positions. Really? And we are just conversing. It was just different because she actually lived there. Yeah. I've never lived downtown. Yeah. I think I secluded myself by living almost country area. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm comfortable with it because yeah. it's quiet. Very quiet. Stuff like that. But, like, I think now in 2018, a great thing could be that no one's, even, like, racist people, they're not hiding themselves uh, anymore. Yeah. That's... So no one's faking anymore. Just like Valentine's Day. If somebody does not want to get you something for Valentine's, they will not. They will not. Yeah. Versus... <laughs> Yeah, take this yeah, old stupid teddy bear my mama told you to get <laughs> Yeah, that's true. That's true. So that's, that is great because it actually shows you that, you know what? I'm grown enough to say I might want to just go to Milwaukee and see if the love of my life might yeah. be there. Or try New York and see if that person's there. Or even somewhere internationally. Because mm-hmm. by us being in New Orleans where we're like in the, what, what did they call it? The the the, the crawfish grab you back. What is that? Oh, the crabs in a barrel. Crabs in a barrel. I yeah. said crawfish. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> but the crabs in a barrel mentality goes with relationships as well. Yes, it does. Because we all have that bitter inky that always wanted that married dude. Mm-hmm. And she'll sit here and tell you that love sucks yeah. and, dis- and disturb how you feel. Yeah. Versus her actually telling you what she could have done better. Yeah. No one tells you that. that. That's true. And no one actually tells you the hardships of relationships. Mm-hmm. Stuff like, man, I really don't like watching a TV show, but I'm going to watch it instead. Yeah. I really want to watch The Flash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to go ahead and watch Love and Hip Hop because she true. likes that. Yeah. Stuff like the that. The sacrifices of yeah. a relationship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the third thing would probably be the exposure. This person is exposing you to, a, like you were talking about the CBD, and you never, mm-hmm. they're exposing you to a new, something you may not have even been um, familiar with or even interested mm-hmm. in. So I think it, those would be the three things. What about you? Uh, I think I gave you three. Three Let positive things? I think so. I think it was all positive. Because I really don't, I try not to even think about negative things anymore. What I've been trying to do is think about everybody's point of view. Remember when we was make, trying to make a, a a three-headed blog? Yeah. And I was trying to give points of view from the three of us? Three, yeah. Because neither one of us are the same. Not at all. Uh, Danny, shout out to Danny. Shout out to dear, Danny. Dear her Danny. book, uh, The Year, that's out on Amazon. Yeah. And she has a journal, a 21-day journal as well. I'll link her stuff below. She was supposed to be here um, we'll get on here next time, though. She, she's a uh, mother. Yes, yeah, she uh, is. Uh, ex-wife, so she ex-wife. was married. Mm-hmm. Neither one of us were that. That's true. So, literally, she she was on her own part of the triangle. Yeah. Then, with yourself, you have the highest belief in God that I've seen since my grandmother. Really? So, it was actually relatable. Yes, I was raised in a, a Methodist church. Really? <laughs> yes. So, everything that my, uh, my grandmother said... Uh, when I first met you, it always came out the same way. So let's say if I'd be like, all right, man, I'll see you later. If the guys spare our lives. <laughs> and then myself, I would be considered a rebel because I do not do what 
European lifestyles tell us to do yes. all the time. Yes. Of course, I'm a gentleman and all that stuff, but mm-hmm. like I do stuff on my own caliber, and people just are starting to notice it. Yeah. They're like, man, you might have been up to yeah, something. Yeah, you might have been <laughs> on to something. Mm-hmm. And it, it was pretty cool. So, like, a three-headed monster. Then for us to uh, say, you know what, Angie, this time you talk about the greatness of dating in 2018 yeah. versus, like, you were just, like, about to ball your fist, like, I, bruh. Let me I was about you. to say the struggles. <laughs> and th- Yeah, I was about to go there. Thank you for redirecting me, right? Though, because, I mean, I'm, I'm not a negative person. No, but you know, not. You know, so thank you. <laughs> <laughs> So do you think that, speaking of New Orleans people, do you think that there is a different caliber of women Mm -hmm. versus, well, not versus, but women and men down here in New Orleans? Because I, leave it to me, I would say the men, it's, their mentality is different. Like, for me, I would say that most New Orleans guys, you know, um, having a nice car would be their come up. Like, that's what they would say. It, they, they they got it going on. And me, I'm thinking somebody that has their own house, somebody who either is an entrepreneur, has a job, somebody who's doing other things in life that are more successful, I would say is somebody that is doing something. Well, I, I honestly, I, I, I know from experience exactly what you mean, but it made me think this year, right? So I'm going to ask you a few questions to, mm-hmm. to help answer my to answer your question. Did, have you dated every guy in New Orleans? No. Or there's some guys that are married. Yes. <laughs> right. So some some there must be some good in, in New Orleans guys mm-hmm. that you know. And have you seen a relationship from beginning that is still lasting today in New Orleans? Um. Well, I, I've I've seen relationships. They're still in the beginning process, but they're, mm-hmm. you know, I haven't seen anything with l- very long, like longevity. a longevity. No. Yeah. It's, but it, see, that's that's the thing that we don't see in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Our TV shows now have a lot of killing, even though yeah. it's illegal to kill. <laughs> 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 yes. they, they have uh, fast cars, mm-hmm. even though it's illegal to drive fast. Yes. You know, uh, we, we, we honor, like, uh, uh, do you watch Power? Yes. All right. So it's one of our favorite shows, right? Yes. But... Who wants to be the side chick, man? Nobody wants to be the side chick. But it's chick. cool now. <laughs> that it's it's very it's commercialized a lot now. It's cool, man. I even have like crazy stories that I'm gonna put on the blog soon about stuff like that. Really? I lied and told someone that that I had a girlfriend and she <laughs> wanted to be my side chick. Really? <laughs> That's what I was just like, man. That like, is crazy. Yeah. And strangely enough, though, there was a guy that I met years ago, well over. 10, 15 years ago, I saw him in Walmart the other day and I told him that I had a boyfriend mm-hmm. because I wasn't, you know, I'm not feeling him. I didn't, I, <laughs> I didn't like who he was then and I probably wouldn't like who he is now. Mm-hmm. And hopefully he's not listening to this. But if he is, I'm, this is what listening. it is. That means growth, man. <laughs> I hope he's listening. So he said, you have a boyfriend? I was like, yeah. He was like, Look, you could store my name in your phone under Barbara. Like I'm, I'm, Barbara. I, I'm willing to be. I'm willing to be that person. Like I'll be that nigga. I'll be that side nigga. And I'm like, are you serious right now? He was like, I'm serious. He was like, I don't know why I let you get away. And I'm like, so you willing to be a side dude? He was like, I'm serious. I promise. Just tell me when to call. And I'm like, nah, that's but, but the that's funny not thing okay. Is like that's just like when uh when people die, you always get that family member. That's just calm. Mm-hmm. That's that, that that person that actually was there um, with the all. person throughout mm-hmm. it all. And then you always have that cousin who's acting crazy Loud and with these big old flowers and just extra. But mm-hmm. they could not go see that person while they were actually sick and give them soup. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's, that's how I look at a lot of that stuff because 
if if he didn't want you while you were single, right? Why is it that you're more attractive to him now that you're in a, in a relationship? relationship? That's the power <laughs> of TV, man. <laughs> man, I tell you, this is amazing. You, your perspective, I'm telling you, it's. I appreciate the year that you took off to. Yeah. I, it, it, that may encourage me to do that, you know. Well, it, I wouldn't say do that. Um, what I did was I just changed my life. Period. I, I you know, tried different jobs. Uh, the businesses that I had, they pretty much flopped. Mm-hmm. So I, I didn't, I didn't panic because right then and now I was believing in other people's dreams and just investing. Yeah. Versus actually saying, you know what, what would I buy? Because right. I'm the hardest person to sell to anyway. I can imagine. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine. I'm the hardest person, man. Like some things I would buy, I support anybody. Mm-hmm. But like to get me as a continuous customer, I have right. to believe in your product. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. And I believe in your product, Angie. Thank you. And I'm so happy <laughs> that you came on. I was like, man, he's going to cancel. He's not going to uh-uh, come. Man, nah, man. Oh, I, I really appreciate friends, it. I'm, I really appreciate it. And I'm glad I, at least that it took us this long to meet and that it's for a good cause. Yeah, you know? man. At 2013 or 2014, I think it was. So yeah. it's 2018, I, almost 2019 now. It seems like yesterday. It does. Yeah, it doesn't man. even seem that long. And I mean, that, the, yeah. But that's stuff like that made me value life. Mm-hmm. It was times, you know, not going too far into like bad behavior. <laughs> it's been times where I was like in a, uh, I'm not the biggest nightclub person. So mm-hmm. it was times where I used to go and I'll look around and be like, man, I've had relations with her, oh. her, 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 and her. And they just, I just feel like they're looking oh. at me when they're not. And I just like, man, I don't even remember it. Stuff like that. Really? Like, I, I truly, I, I remember being acquainted. Yeah. But like, if I had to look through my phone, I'd be like, man, what was her name? Yeah, like, you it wouldn't. Just, it wasn't even like that much of, it was my fault because mm-hmm. I didn't build the love. Yeah. I was trying to find it. Yeah. And I really in, incorporated that, that saying because you really build it. Mm-hmm. You have to. So you have to really meet a person. Just like myself, I'm a minimalist. Mm-hmm. Uh, not to put too much out there, but the current lady that I'm thinking, I'm, I'm dating, I mean, she's not. She's the total opposite. Of course, yeah. So it's weird, yeah. you know? So it's like, it's not that I'm telling you what to do, but I'm just hoping that we can pretty much help each other build to mm-hmm. be better people. Yeah. yeah. There's this girl that I um, watch on YouTube, and she just got engaged, and she was saying that, you know, she was... Um, living this extravagant lifestyle in New York. She was in this big old apartment and she met this guy. He's like a financial person. He's mm-hmm. into, uh, he deals with money a lot. And so when he met her and went to her apartment, he was like, it's just you, why do you have this? We're in New York, realize how much money you could be saving. And mm-hmm. she actually downsized and she was like, that made her a better person. And even with her wedding, she's like, we're not getting married. We're gonna do something destinational. We're not going to have this twenty, forty thousand dollar wedding right. when we can go somewhere and invest that money and buy a house. And I'm like, you do sometimes need somebody that's gonna help you and encourage you. So yeah. you balance each other out. So that's a good thing because your ways may actually benefit her in the future. She'll have to, of course, recognize it, but I'm glad you got on the topic. How do you feel about marriage in twenty eighteen? <laughs> I think <laughs> I'm I'm gonna go. I'm not gonna be negative with this, but I do right. think that people are more so. Um, they are they are getting married for the wedding and not the, the marriage. The yeah, yeah, they want that that theme wedding that they can post on social media and the hashtag, and they're preparing for the wedding and not the a- actual marriage. Just to 
just to block their wife off their social media in six so, months. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. And I actually had a guy that I knew for years. I met him when I was 18 or 19. And then he got married about seven or eight years ago. And about two weeks after he got married, he called me. And I was like, uh, didn't you just get married? He was like, where you heard that at? I said, I saw it. And he said, where did you see that? I said, I Googled it because one of my friends called me and said, hey, you know, such and such got married. So yeah. I Googled it and I found the picture. And he was like, you did all of that? I said, well, <laughs> it takes all of two seconds to Google. To put your name in and find you on public records. Oh. And he was like, wow, I didn't, I didn't even think it was that serious. And why you couldn't just think that I was at somebody's party or something? I said, you were dressed in white and she was in a wedding gown. <laughs> Like, and this is what you're doing two weeks after you got married? Yeah. I'm like, you're not even the person I thought you were, that you would yeah. even do something like this. I, I could tell you my dream wedding, and this is going to be something that's going to be talked about on your blog. My dream wedding is to <laughs> meet my, I guess, fiance mm -hmm. at the Justice of Peace yes. while I'm on my lunch break. <laughs> No, not Check the lunch out, break. Dude. Yeah, I'm telling you. Not and the then, lunch break. Yes, it, on my lunch break. So I have a timed hour lunch break. I'll meet you there in an hour. No. <laughs> I'll try to bite as much time no, as I can. you got to at least take the weekend <laughs> off or something. But check this out. And then when I get back, finish up my work, take my vacation, and take us to whatever we're going. Oh. Or take ourselves to where we're going. Gotcha. But like literally, I really don't want to do all yeah. the, the, the 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 cluttered type of wedding to where I forgot that I even did something or spent this yeah. much of money because, man, what with the industry I don't want to get into it. But like I really see people's financial uh, stepping points and they are spending money to where they're not even gonna live long. Yeah, like I'm talking about like I didn't realize that some people actually has have to wait until the first or the fifteenth. <laughs> to get paid like and they only get paid once oh wow oh yeah i so know somebody like that, that. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah and that person has like the latest and greatest everything they don't let their skin touch nothing that's not <laughs> that's yeah fabricated for you know wow. buyers wow so that that also tarnishes relationships right there yeah too. absolutely uh, financial uh materialistic things mm -hmm. um that's why i just try to like make sure that i'm balanced to where i can always give you the same person along with growth yeah. yeah i used to i guess as a child most females have this idea of a big wedding dress and walking down the aisle i'm not the type of person that likes a lot of attention so i never really had that oh i need to have it in a large place and all that i always said if i did you know it would be cool but i am perfectly fine with a destination wedding mm -hmm. with only those people who i'm cool with because right. i don't want all of that negative gotcha. energy i want only the people who are going to root for me and my fiance or husband i don't want i don't want the extra so it literally support, like it, it's just like uh rappers these days you notice that they're going down like as rapers uh yes bill cosby this that and the third but who really backs these people mm -hmm. that's that's the people that i want to come to my way yes. if i have one like, yes like just to support like uh my, my homie i wake up six in the morning to go hit the gym with him mm -hmm. he got to be there you know yeah. what I'm saying? he made sure that my body was able to right. get there you know stuff yeah. like that yeah but that's... It's, it's whoever backs you yeah i agree that's definitely what it has to be and i i'm not i'm not even about the you're not going to see that person on social media either mm -hmm. i mean if you see a wedding picture it'll have to be like a 10-year anniversary or something that i may post but i'm, mm -hmm. I'm just not with that i don't want to invite that many people into my relationship yeah, I don't want that many. Oh, girl, I used to. 
I don't, I, I don't want that. I don't want that energy. And, and the funny thing is, it's, it's not that you even care. Yeah. He did something before for 30 met. years mm-hmm. before he met you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was something. Hopefully he grew up from it. Right. Hopefully. <laughs> That's crazy though that most people that they don't they don't they think that that's supposed to alter it and that's gonna affect you which is why they say it and it's like, but that was before he met me. This is not now, you know. I it's it's weird though, but I'm, right. I'm not that I'm not with that. With your positive and negative views of 2018 dating, <laughs> okay. <laughs> how do you feel about the word in quotes supposed to or gender roles? How do you feel about those? Supposed to and, and gender roles. I, I, because I am, I'm a traditional kind of lady, but I'm also a realist, so to speak. I do believe that a man is supposed to be the head of the household. That's that's what I feel. I feel like he's supposed to be in charge. I am okay with submitting, but I do also believe that the woman is the head in certain aspects. You know, she takes care of certain things. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't believe in the barefoot and pregnant in the kitchen type of mentality, no, no because I, I'm not that type of person. I'm, I'm an independent mind frame or independent person. I like to make my own and, you know, it'll be joint account and separate accounts because I'm still mm-hmm. an individual. But I, I do believe that there are some supposed to and gender roles in relationships. I'm going to tell you how <clears throat> the word supposed to and gender roles uh, actually actually collide, right? Mm-hmm. Because uh, I don't know if you remember the uh, the post I did, Big Mama's House. Yes. And I just told you that my dad's dad died when he was two. Two. Mm-hmm. So my dad never had a traditional value yeah. a, a day in his life besides, yeah. you know, whatever Before we remember was, from two years old. Yeah. So literally... That passed down the same way, just like Tyler Perry points out, the strongest person in the family is who? The grandmother, the the, mom. the, 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 the female expert. Mm-hmm. So it's, it always collides like that because there's never been a character yet that showed, besides, you know, what we had for Cliff Hooks, the mm-hmm. that went down the toilet. Yes, <laughs> yes. This year or last year or something like poor that. Bill Cosby. Right. <laughs> well, poor Heathcliff Huxtable, poor right. him. The, the actual character. Yeah, the character. Just yeah. like, uh, uh, the lady that played Florida Evans, mm-hmm. I recently uh, saw like some type of post that she had to fight to get a uh, male figure. Mm-hmm. I heard about that. Yeah, she I had heard to fight to get that. James on her as a, the character James as a male figure in her relationship just yeah. to show that there is a black balance with fathers and yeah. stuff like that, that he can be the head of household. Mm, mm, mm. I, I heard about that. Yeah, man. And I, I actually appreciated it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so it's I don't, I don't know. It's just the word supposed to. Mm-hmm. It, it's always been a problem for me mm-hmm. because I honestly believe that um, we're just gonna help each other build and find a foundation to where it doesn't have to be one sided. I agree. Yeah. I, I believe that there there can be the gender roles as well as there can be a you know disconnect, not a disconnect, but a a separation between it. So there there can be a point where the man is supposed to do this and the woman is supposed to do that, but also to be able to be able to do it on mm-hmm. your own if that person is not available. Correct, and that's when so. you coach each other and train each yes. other. Because, like, let's say if with traditional roles, that the lady actually, you know, stays home or she's more involved in the children's life as far mm-hmm. as nursing. So just like you said, if, if we lose her to the fact that she just leaves or whatever, whatever. she wants to do in her yeah. life or moves on, I have to know how to do this, and I don't know how. Right. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, man, wait, you can't feed yourself, you oh. know, stuff like that. So... You know, it's just all with building. And that's that's what we get messed up because of, of what we see on TV. Absolutely. Absolutely. How do you feel about people allowing memes to kind of dictate their life? 
you know how you'll see a meme and then somebody starts all of a sudden everybody is on this oh and it's like well everybody's now incorporating this into their lives well um just because we're published <laughs> i'm going to say one of my ideas that i'm actually trying to sell to a movie company mm-hmm. it's called the meme team and this meme team is pretty much a guy is getting hired to to uh to send out diversions to the world mm-hmm. via like i'm gonna make a mark zuckerberg type of guy that owns like a social media platform and in that script uh it'll show how we get pretty much a diverted from what's really going on in the world i'm going to give you a time period do you remember when there was a dress it was black white, or blue or white blue or gold or green. yeah yeah that was the same day that you and i were trying to figure out what that dress was Trayvon Martin's anniversary of him being killed. Yeah. That was the diversion. Yeah. So to answer your question, it's funny how we allow stuff that we barely read, but we just uh, can see it with our eyes and completely take the narrative out of our minds. You know, we completely lose our, Uh uh, I'm talking about togetherness and stuff like that. I I just think it's ridiculous. Like a meme changed your whole relationship. Uh, Mm -hmm. Because, and the funny thing is, it's probably made by like some nerd guy absolutely that has no love in his life mm-hmm. and we sitting here believing his words because it was on puff daddy's uh page. right <laughs> and see the the main one that sticks out to me since we're talking about relationships is a bond is better than a title and i think that two people should have an understanding of what's going on it shouldn't be about the bond i think you should know because things can get misconstrued you know yeah. if you're thinking oh i'm that's my old lady and i'm like i'm single i don't know what he's talking about mm-hmm. single in the sense of we have not been in a we're we are we are not in a committed relationship mm-hmm. but I, I don't i don't i don't like that 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 mind frame of oh a bond is better oh we know what we have no you not that don't. i need the world to know what we have but i need to know yeah I need we clarity. have a bond but i need to know what is this you know back to what's the end game what mm-hmm. is this you know so that's one of the things that i just look at and i'm like how are some people okay with that? And they're posting this like this is viable. This is not okay. <laughs> no, it's it's not. It's really not. But just like we were talking about earlier, some people actually just take it how it is. Mm-hmm. And, and it shouldn't be that way. It should be definitely understandings. It should be clarity. It should be conversations. Yeah. If you can't have a conversation with a person, you really don't need to waste their time. Yeah, communication the time is, is key. Yeah, it is. The time is precious, man. It is. <laughs> Yes, that was some good stuff, right? Crazy that I will pick up the phone to call somebody, they answer, and go along with the program, like while recording a live episode of the podcast. Crazy. So random. But you know, this happens in my regular life. Just random things happen. I'm always going with the flow, and I'll try almost anything once. So I don't know why I did not realize that it would spill over into the podcast world. I mean, as predictable as I thought Sincerely Angie would have been for me, I'm slowly learning, no, I'm fastly learning that that's not the case over here. Sincerely Angie is like, get with it or get left behind. Like, there's no, you get it how you live over here, and you live it how you get it. That's that's what we're doing over here. So <laughs> I hope that you all enjoyed, and you have to come back next week because... The conversation is nowhere near finished. There's so much more to go. I'm going to have Ken's information listed down below, his mention name, as well as the actual link to get to his Instagram page. And when I say down below, I mean 
wherever there's a description box or a description bar that kind of gives you information on that particular episode. I'll also have Danny's information listed below and that's the author who has a book out called The The Year and you can find her link down below and go and check her out and support her as well. And as always, you can find me at SincerelyAngieM.com. I can't wait to hear your responses, your questions, comments, and concerns. And y'all, go and check out Ken on his Instagram and tell him how great he sounds so that he can come back and do another episode. But yeah, go and support so you know we can show these people that we're listening and we are checking these people out. So yeah, please go and support. Thank you all so much for listening and come back next week. There's so much more to go.